What up? This is Levi from Ambiance Podcast. Hope everyone is in a good place mentally, physically, spiritually, and if not, just know that your time is coming. So much change is happening in the world right now, and I don't know about you guys, but I can feel the momentum, and I'm excited for 2021 to roll around. But for episode 49, we got Varissa Young stepping into the studio. She is a photographer born and raised in the Bay Area, but now she resides in Los Angeles. Shout out to the Bay Area really quickly. Um, They are consistently putting out talented creatives and Varissa is another dope one. She gives a lot of good advice for any of you up and coming photographers or creatives by sharing her story. And she is very relatable. So we talk a lot about some of the struggles that she experiences as a photographer and creative and how she actively works to overcome things like self-criticism and being more aggressive as well as a a variety of other topics we're gonna roll right into this here it is episode 49 of ambiance podcast with varissa young what's good it's varissa and you're listening to ambiance podcast we can kind of just roll into it because we're already kind of talking here (laughs) what up everybody welcome to ambiance podcast I got Varissa Young, um, a photographer based in Los Angeles, but from the Bay Area, right? That's right. Thank you for coming on. She's a, it's her birthday month, right? It's my birthday oh, month. When is, when is your birthday? Um, December 19th. December 19th. Okay, so what is today? It's like September, or December 9th, so... 10 days. 10 days, okay. What are you going to do for your birthday? There's not much to do, right? I don't really know. I'm a simple girl. I feel like... I'll just listen to some Drake and get some cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> That's like the ideal birthday. That's yeah, really dope. Yeah. Um, how old are you turning, if you don't mind me asking? I'm turning 25. 25. Okay, so still really young in your career. We're going to get into kind of like how your career went and like, because I know that 2019 was like a big year for you, right? Yeah. So when did you start like really your your visual arts journey, your photography journey? Um, at what age was it? Um, I want to say like a sophomore in high school you know, I think that's like 16 16 okay yeah. and back then what kind of what kind of like shots were you taking um I just took pictures of my friends honestly oh, really? I went to a very uh spirited school and every Friday everyone would like dress up a certain way like a theme oh, okay. and I just wanted to like capture that you know yeah and then from there like I started taking prom pictures for my friends yeah so it turned into something else I'm like hey can you take my picture for this my birthday this and that um and I just rolled with it you just roll with it. Okay. Were you intentional with like wanting to be a photographer or were there ever like, was there ever something else that you really wanted to be? I wanted to be a dancer. You wanted to be a dancer? Yeah. Okay. A Jabberwocky. A Jabberwocky? <laughs> yeah. Was that like an early influence for you? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a break dancer so bad, but you know, I don't have the bones to like hold up a body <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel you. The knees, the knees sometimes the knees, be yeah. given out. For, yeah. Um, dope. So you wanted to be a dancer at what age did you decide that you really wanted to pursue uh, photography as like a career? Um, I want to say senior year of high school. I really fell in love with photography. Yeah. And um, it wasn't even until like college that I was like, I'm going to do this full time. Really? Yeah. Where did you go to college at? I went to Cal State LA. Oh, you went to Cal State LA. Okay. So you're from the Bay Area. Um, Let's talk about that first. So in the Bay Area, what were some of your influences uh, growing up? My influences? Yeah. Um, I'm just, honestly just like music, music influences. Okay. So do you think yeah. that since like you're, you're a photographer um, and your niche is kind of like in the music industry, do you think that since you were like following music early on that that has translated into like what you're interested in shooting now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually, it's crazy. Uh, I used to listen to the radio a lot and I remember they would give out concert tickets. And I love going to shows. I love going to concerts and, like, festivals and all that. But I didn't have that much money. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, how do I how do I get to these shows without having to pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would listen to the radio a lot. Like, I would listen during class. And I remember, like, they'd announce, like, oh, Caller 106 now gets tickets to see Drake or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to try this one day. So, like, one day I just I just started calling every hour. Oh, with shit. the cue to call, you know? Yeah. And I remember my friends were like, man, you're not going to win. Like, <laughs> there's so many people calling. There's, like, no chance that you get it right. And there was one day where, like, it was the last hour of the day. And um, I called, 
and I remember they picked up. They're like, "Who's this?" I'm like, "Did I win? Like, what? What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and I won Drake tickets. Wow. So, I mean, it was crazy. And I, um, I told my dad, he's like, "What? Who are you taking?" <laughs> oh, because <laughs> like, you get one extra ticket. You get one extra ticket. Okay. Um, I took my mom. Oh, oh, you took your mom? <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to mom. Shouts out to mom. Uh, she's like an older sister to me. She's really? really young. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, not a yeah. lot of people have that type of dynamic or relationship with their mother. Right. right. Um, and so with that whole like radio thing, I started doing it more often. Okay. And I just like won a bunch of shit. Really? <laughs> I so you won, must like, be lucky then. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know. Um, I mean, maybe I'm just persistent in what I want, but. That's very true. Yeah, I won like Disneyland tickets, Six Flags, J. Cole things like that and it's um from calling into that radio from calling station into radio, different radio stations in the bay area damn you're finessing finessing that's right <laughs> um wow. but there was like one specific like win that changed my life what um, was that i won tickets to the weekend in san francisco Ooh. and i won backstage passes but the day of um we had to reschedule like meeting him for some reason so we had to like meet him before his set instead of like before the o- the whole show um and the thing was that I'm in the front row already, like front yeah. and center, dead ass front and center. Wow. And I was like, I've never been in the front before. I can't afford the front row seat. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was like, damn, should I, should I go meet him or should I stay here? And so I was like, I think I'm going to stay here. I'm going to experience this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so with that, I remember like when the show started, all the photographers started coming in the pit and I was like, damn, how do I get there? I'm in the front here, but how do I get there? Like, so that was when you were first really exposed to like how photographers get access at shows. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And I just like felt the need to ask a photographer. I like tapped on his shoulder. I was like, man, how did you do this? <laughs> like, how do you get this job? And luckily he was like super nice and he gave me his contact information. And then I just kept in touch with him. Wow. So yeah. that is like what made you really want to dedicate yourself to becoming a photographer. Yeah, because I didn't know it was like possible to just have that many people in the pit shooting yeah. with that. And I was like, dang, I, I don't want to do that. That's an interesting sequence of events right. that like led you, led you <laughs> to like where you're at today. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to a subject we kind of touched on with, with like luck. Do you believe in luck? I think so. You think so? I think so. What is what is like luck to you? Just being in the right time, right timing. Right timing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, timing is definitely big Big with that. I heard a quote, which is kind of like cliche, but I think it's true too, is uh, like luck is when preparation meets opportunity, right? Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that you can get lucky with something, like you can get presented with an opportunity, but it's really like on you to make something out of that, you know? Right. Because if you get like presented an opportunity and you don't capitalize on it you're just going to be stuck at like where you were at before you got that opportunity I feel that. but I, I I say that because I kind of relate it to like that situation where you were at that weekend show and then you asked that photographer a question and you kind of stayed in touch with them um that's that's not like the sole reason to where you're at today but it's yeah. like one of the main factors that like kind of propelled you right right i think about it all the time honestly really and i like hope one day that i'll come full circle and shoot a weekend concert oh that'd be sick yeah that'd be dope okay so at what age was it when you were at that weekend concert and you i think i was like 19 or 20 19 or 20 okay and you were living in la at this point right yeah yeah okay in la all right um so to put like my dream into fruition yeah yeah um i started working at a club just shooting like club nights and um it's funny because i had to finesse getting into the club because i wasn't 21 yet oh okay um but the people that hired me they they like really fucked with me so they're like you know what just come early like come to the venue early before anybody gets here you got to wait a little bit before the event starts but you know we want you to shoot this so um so like when i went to college i'd go to class and then at night i'd start um shooting events okay yeah so when that happened um were you still doing like other small small shoots for like your friends and and stuff like that yeah for sure yeah it's like i make time like make a little schedule yeah okay um but i was working like different nightclubs in la so like i don't know if you heard of belasco yeah definitely belasco theater um the reserve oh okay yeah and so um it's crazy because i never had any concert experience shooting a concert before but um my, my guy at uh, Belasco he was like oh we got a Tanache show coming up do you want to shoot it and I'm like 
yeah, but I don't know how. <laughs> but uh, and that's when she was coming out with like popular tracks and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, she's playing two on and yeah. things like that. Um, so I shot that show and wow, like I fell in love with it right away. Really? Yeah. Okay. So did you like have to learn kind of on your own then? Were you did you learn through like shooting those type of shows or did you learn by like doing research on your own and stuff? Um, just shooting those type of shows, like knowing how to maneuver and getting into the um, to the right spot in the pit not like blocking people's view of the artists and things like that yeah yeah and i honestly didn't know that uh, most of the time you can only shoot the first three songs really yeah first either the first three songs or the first 15 minutes of their set and then you got to get out does that still hold true for like shows a lot of shows yeah really yeah oh shit so you have like a small time span to get Mm -hmm. the shots that you want exactly okay what are what is your mindset like when you're getting like your shots because you know you have this like small amount of time to get the shots and so what is like your mindset going into the the show it's kind of like a hustle mindset like i gotta go in there and um try out different angles and just keep shooting like don't stop and see if you get the right you know shots and when i go back home it's like damn i have like 500 pictures but oh there's like some good ones in there you know what i mean right (laughs) i I was gonna ask you that actually next was this like how many shots does it take to get like your core my core yeah your core photos. yeah i honestly just hold my shutter down and i'll just keep going yeah like yeah that. yeah and, but sometimes i'll like switch my lens too like if i want a wider shot or if i want something up close but um it gets kind of like scary because i'm like i don't want to miss a shot while i'm switching a lens yeah and then that's when i started shooting like two cameras two bodies right so just like switch off okay got you yeah. i gotta i'm gonna get these photos really quick so we can kind of talk about them because okay, sure. you brought them we got uh some of her shots and prints that she brought for us today um this one is Wiz khalifa and i'm gonna put this up on the screen for everybody um so this is obviously a portrait yeah. what tell me like the backstory of this shot this is my first time shooting behind the scenes of a music video mm-hmm. um i was in college and one of my uh teachers he was a producer and so he was like, man, if anybody wants to shoot behind the scenes, like, let me know. And I was like, can I, can I hop on that? Like, you yeah. don't got to pay me. I just want to be there for the experience. Um, and that's like one of my favorite first times ever, because since I was there as a photographer, um, I actually, the, like a director asked me if I could be in the music video. Wow. So I was you like, were, what? <laughs> so you were like shooting it and then you were also in it. Yeah. So, like, um, okay. like I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not dressed. I don't got my makeup on or whatever. And they're like, oh, let's put her in the fucking changing room, whatever. And wow. Got some, you know, get an outfit on. And I was so nervous. I was like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and it was really cool because they gave me the role as a photographer in the video really yeah so i'm holding like an old school camera taking pictures of the the hot girl that's crazy know? that's really dope yeah. um so that was all like on the spot like all you weren't even spot. planning that yeah wow. and then with that shot like i seen him sitting there and i thought the light was really cool um so i was like hey wiz is it cool if i take a smoking shot of you real quick and he was cool with it so was he smoking like 24 7 oh for sure <laughs> he bought like a huge jug of fucking weed and <laughs> that's funny yeah he would do that awesome uh this next one is ty dollar sign i know you shoot for ty dollar sign a lot right um just starting this year just starting this year yeah okay um talk about this shot you got ty dollar sign on a piano here posted up um my homegirl she hit me up one day she's like we need some pictures for ty can you pull up tomorrow and I was like, yeah, I'm free. And I remember she picked me up to to go meet him. And we pull up to his house. And I'm like, man, you didn't tell me we were going to go to his house. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I thought she was going to tell me what she wanted. And then she was like, no, just do whatever you want. So oh. I was like, all right, well, let me take a look at this house. What looks good? Um, yeah. I saw that piano, and I was like, man, let me have you come sit over here. And the lighting was, like, really pretty. So I was like, yeah, just, like, play around with it. Um, take some shots. I was honestly sweating during this time. I was like, I was like, man, I'm really talking to you right now. Like you're a legend. You know what I mean? Like to me, like, I think he's like a goat. So I was just nervous and I didn't really think I could just communicate with the artist like, like that one-on-one literally at his house. Yeah. Yeah. With the the amount of like big artists that you've shot, do you, do you get nervous still when you like, I think I get, I get nervous with anyone. Really? Yeah. Cause I want my client to, to really like the photos. Mm. Yeah. And I overthink it. I do care a lot. Yeah. I'm very passionate about it. So it doesn't matter if I worked with you like multiple times, if you're a celebrity or not, like I still get butterflies. Oh, that's really dope. Yeah. 
I mean, because some people, uh, when I say that, because when some people start like working with certain artists or shooting certain artists a lot, they they might get content, you know what I mean, and, and stop yeah. caring. So it's dope to know that you still have that like fire that you that's lit within you. Yeah. Um, this next one we got George Floyd school bus with uh, some of the palm trees in the background. Um, I feel like this one has more of like a technical aspect to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my friend Tori and his friends started this thing called Bike Rides for Black Lives during this pandemic earlier when, you know, everything was going on. Um, mm -hmm. And so he invited me to come shoot. And it's basically like we start from Hollywood and everyone bikes to Venice Beach. And this bus rolled with us. Oh. And it's really cool. It's like a, it's called the hoop bus. The hoop bus. Yeah. And there's, if you see, there's another picture in there too. There's like a actual basketball hoop, um, on the, on the bus itself. So you could just shoot around and stuff. You know what? I think I, I've seen that on social media somewhere yeah. actually. Yeah. It's sick. It went it's, viral. I think. Yeah. Okay, it's dope. So we got it right, right here. there. Yeah. It's so dope. Um, wow. and I just kind of like freestyled everything that day. I just loved, I loved all of it the whole day and like seeing um like celebrities supporting the movement and seeing so many people come together to just you know represent yeah yeah with with that being said so we got a lot of dope shots in here what is your like what is your favorite type of like photography what do you like what do you like shooting the most um i would say concerts concerts um, behind the scenes of music videos and red carpets yeah okay so you you shot like a lot of big artists obviously when did when did this start picking up for you really um man last year was the year that it was picking up for sure yeah last year so 2019 yeah 2019 i felt like i was elevating yeah it must have been a way. crazy year for you then yeah it was you were really like on a roll and everything i, I feel like i was doing like two three shoots a day and yeah. um just like with the music industry like people hit you up last minute too oh yeah so it's like oh i gotta I gotta figure out how I'm gonna make all of this work, you know. So you constantly just kind of gotta be ready. Yeah, and you gotta um, plan out what days you can edit too. Oh, that's right. Know? Yeah, right. you gotta leave time for that. Yeah. Um. So how do you manage your time? What What are some of like some things you do to have good time management? Um. I got this planner, and what I like to do is just like write down each thing that I have to do for the day, or just like, um, the whole month, whatever. Yeah. And then just see like, okay, I gotta figure out when I gotta edit. I just I physically write everything down. I don't know. That's just me. I like to to visually see it on a calendar. Yeah, they say read it, write it, remember it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think that like because you said music uh, in the music industry uh, they hit you up pretty last minute? Do you think the fact that like you make yourself available for these opportunities is a big reason like why you get some of these opportunities that you do get? I think so. Um, I feel like. If I make myself available, people might hit me up more often. Um, it does get hard sometimes, though, because I feel... Um, I, I wasn't a spontaneous person before I started doing music industry stuff. Like, I'm the type of person to be like, I need it to be planned out. Oh, really? I need to know, like, what I'm doing this week. Okay. <laughs> but then since I got into this industry, I'm like, okay, I got to transition. I got to adapt to this style. Okay, so it's kind of like you're working through it, not as much as it's like you have it mastered. Yeah. You're just constantly I'm working through it. I'm kind of working through it. Through it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, you had that big year last year. What was it that, like, started that role that, of, of momentum for like, these gigs that you were, you were getting? Um, I can't really pinpoint it, but um, I did start working for, like, an agency. It's called VFA, and um, they shoot a lot of red carpets, and they shoot a lot of uh, events in general. And... Um, I kind of like brought it, brought it up to them. I was like, you know, I really love shooting shows. Like if we can get credentials to shoot shows, I would love to do this for you guys. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like it's also just me manifesting what I want to do. Um, what I like to do is like look at uh, dates of what shows are and I'll write it down on my calendar, even if I didn't get approved yet. I just oh. write it down because I want to see it. I want to think like I can make it happen. And then I, I figure out, okay, who can I contact? Who can I make a connection with to, to get there? Okay, that's yeah. that's really cool. So you're, like, bringing the idea of you having that opportunity into, like, your world. Yeah. And then do you think that increases your chances of it happening? I think so. I really do. Okay. Yeah, because then um, I do my research and I figure out, like, for example, uh, what festival's coming out. 
or who who um, runs the festival like does it, is it golden voice is it live nation and then i kind of just go from there and see if i can make my way into it how do you how do you reach out to these people like if if it's live nation or golden voice um so far it's just been like either the venue itself um through my agency because they have connects with uh like certain shows and stuff or um just the artists themselves Oh, so yeah, you're just an yeah and then I don't even mind if I don't get paid too. Like I just want to be in there. I want to be in the room. Yes, <laughs> damn. So you really have like you seem like for me because I just met you, right? Mm. You seem like such a like reserved type of person, but from what you're explaining, like you really have that hustler's mentality. By like get it by any means, right? Right. I am definitely reserved. I'm really shy, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I kind of um, became more social and more. Um, aggressive in a way aggressive when I want to get things done you know yeah I think you have to right to get to like where you are today yeah um and I think that's dope because a lot of people that are more reserved as far as like personality wise sometimes I feel like they tend to be a little bit less aggressive and less um ambitious right but yeah. you seem to have like tons of ambition and you you seem really calculated with how you move too is that right in a way yeah in a way yeah Okay. <laughs> no. I'm over here giving you mad compliments and shit. I know, shit. I'm like, damn, I'm not gassing, gassing me up, up man. <laughs> I don't know how to take it. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, your work speaks for itself. Like, we're looking at it right now. Um, manifesting is a big thing for you. So we, we talked a little bit off air about how, like, energy in general is, is big for you. Yeah. Um, what do you do... Uh, when you're like at home, maybe you're go like you're stressing about a lot of work because a lot of work's on your plate. What are some things do you do to like keep your energy right and to kind of relax? I like to listen to Janaiko a lot. Okay. Um, and I really think about what she says in her songs. Like, there's like one quote where she's saying like, "All of the good things." Mm -hmm. So what she was talking about, like, we go through so much in our lives, but when you focus your mind on the good things, it's like that's what uh, your life is going to be. You know, it's kind of like you are, or you become what you feed your mind. That's very so, true. So I, I've, I haven't been this person. Like, I just started thinking like this. Like, before in the past, I feel like I was, like, feeding into the negativity and that, like, limited myself from things that I can accomplish. And so I started thinking, like, well, if I change the way I feel about myself, then I can accomplish more. Got it. What yeah. What do you think made you conscious of that when you made that kind of switch? Um, I mean, I noticed that, uh, like, growing up, like, I've always just been uh, very, like, depressed and, like, sad all the time, you know? Why? Uh, well, I grew up with my grandparents. Uh, my parents had me at a very young age. And so my grandma, she would always, like, instill this idea that I'm, like, a mistake because my parents had me at, like, 17. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like, I kind of, like, let that get to me. Mm -hmm. And I just let that take over my whole, like, existence, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't until, like, later when I was like, man, I got to I gotta change it. I got to change how I feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. it's a blessing that, like, you came to, to that realization because some people carry that with them till they're, like, 40, 50, and so exactly. on, right? Yeah, but it's like, life is what you make it. Life mm -hmm. is how you, like, you create your own reality. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I, to speak on that, I think, like, childhood trauma is underrated, right? Facts, like, yeah. a lot of us... Um, don't seek like therapy or mm -hmm. we don't fix the issues that we have in any type of relationship whether it's like with your family or whether it's a significant other and then yeah. that just kind of trickles down to the next relationship you have and yeah. you it's kind of like self-sabotage exactly like me personally i'm trying to fix that myself i'm trying to like not self-sabotage and you really have to be honest with yourself right mm -hmm. and another thing is like practicing gratitude Okay. Just, like, remind yourself, you know, what you have right now. And, I mean, maybe in the past you didn't have this. Remember, you were wishing for this right now. Yeah. So just think about, like, how grateful you can be. You know? Do you think you're at, you're at a point in your life, like, right now today where maybe uh, a younger you would have been proud of or you wanted to be where you were at? Yeah, you for sure. So? For sure. I feel like my mindset is, like, 100 times better now. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I practice gratitude every day, too, like. Even sometimes I forget, um, like, how you guys were hopping me up with these pictures and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I forgot I took those pictures, honestly. Yeah. But it's it's kind of hard to, like, um, be in the present moment because I think I'm just constantly chasing what I want next. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next was how you balance that 
between like like you said having gratitude and being grateful for what you have but still wanting more and still trying to not be content and be hungry it's hard right it is very hard and I think um I struggle with that a lot right now because I I keep thinking about like all these goals that I have and I wasn't able to accomplish this year (laughs) in 2020 um but uh you know I just try to like remind myself like be grateful like you even made it this far very true yeah and i think this whole pandemic has kind of humbled all of us in that mm-hmm. way because we all had ambitious goals not all of us but like um a lot of us had ambitious goals for this year and god was just like nah sit down you gotta you he gotta said, relax yeah relax <laughs> take take a take a seat because uh you're gonna need to like wait on that what are some of these goals that that you're you're talking about that you wanted to achieve um this year i really wanted to uh go on tour with an artist oh you, so I you haven't like gone on tour with the artist i've never yet. gone on tour i feel like i really want to experience that um i heard it gets hard you know it's like hustle and bustle constant constantly moving you can't even like enjoy uh each each city that you go to yeah but i feel like it's a challenge and i like challenges so okay yeah, yeah and um with this year too like in the very beginning i, I felt so confident um because i shot uh, the grammys this year what the red carpet grammys and i was like man this year's about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you had so much momentum from 2019 exactly. that was going into 2020. Yeah. And, wow, it just really all came to a halt. It all came to a halt. It That's was crazy. like, sit down. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It was like, sit down. I remember that Grammy night because Kobe died that same yeah. night. I was at LA Live, too, and I was just, like, looking at Staples Center, mm-hmm. and there's the Grammys going on. I was just, I remember the that's kind of like when 9-11 happens or when something crazy happens you just always remember yeah where you're at, right? it would, like i remember being with all the photographers and um they were on their phones and they like pulled up the the news and stuff and i was like that can't be true man like mm-hmm. don't say that you know yeah and then it really was true and it was like this is heartbreaking yeah r.i.p to kobe yeah shit 2020 like you think about all the bad the bad stuff that have happened this year but Nitrain actually who shout out to Nitrain who you know as yeah. well on podcast last year he put he said something really uh positive about it he had a good perspective that um it has kind of been thought of as like a reset like we're we're resetting our lives we're resetting a lot of things businesses are resetting like ideas are resetting yeah even like with racial issues like we're coming in with new perspectives and all of this may not have happened without this pandemic so like I guess it's all perspective right and like how you think about it I think um it was a way for us to all slow down as collectively you know I feel like we're just constantly working and just trying to get that next check trying to get that Mm -hmm. next uh whatever it is um and it was nice to just slow down and focus on yourself maybe just spend more time with your loved ones yeah maybe work on yourself that's something that I did for me too I feel like I worked on my inner peace my inner happiness what what were some of the things you did to like really work on your um, did you just like sit with your thoughts more and um I actually just like participated in more hobbies that I might have not have focused on last year. Okay. I did more dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> did a little more dancing. Got uh, back in your, in your dancing bag. Um uh, yeah, um uh, I played a lot more basketball, went hiking, did nature stuff, you know. Um I did some like painting, drawing, things like that. Are those yeah. all things that kind of like feed your soul? Exactly, yeah. Um, I just love everything creative. Any way to express myself, I do it. I love that. Yeah. Me as well. Um, with with the pandemic happening, uh, you obviously probably like, especially in the beginning, had to maybe figure out some other ways to diversify your income. Mm-hmm. So so talk about that. What are some ways that photographers that are like listening right now um, can diversify their income and? Uh, just try to like stay on top of things when things like this happen well i think it's important to like um just like be calm and be like it's gonna be okay you know but also figure out um what other ways you can make income so for example like selling prints or maybe uh doing personal shoots for people i know we're not supposed to be going out like that but if you want to do like a social distancing shoot or something like that uh, maybe even tap into youtube twitch and all that i've seen a lot of djs doing that too um and uh like one thing that i did was like start working with brands that just send you products and then mm. you shoot that at home because you don't gotta you know be with anybody in person yeah just be creative right with yeah. like using your talents right or just maybe like focus on 
learning some new skills that you didn't have time to do before oh that's very true yeah, yeah. like for me like i did not know how to do photoshop before oh you didn't thing. yeah so i kind of like learned a little little stuff for like designing things so when you when you edit photos would you use lightroom or i use lightroom yeah okay yeah but like photoshop wise like skin retouching and just like cleaning up the shot like things in the background or something like that right. um i also tapped into uh what is it illustrator oh okay because um, i like to draw but um i never did it like on my laptop whatever right and so i started like drawing uh rappers <laughs> that's dope yeah. i saw actually you had a uh, boss yeah on did you do that yeah i did oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah that's really that was really it good it was like my first time doing something like that i was like oh, i'm just gonna roll with it i don't know yeah yeah it's, i feel like illustrator is like a little bit intimidating for some people like for me for example like i've always thought about it but i'm like damn i feel like there's such a big learning curve yeah to hop into that yeah i just watched youtube videos honestly yeah. but it, it's like intimidating because i see so many like artists on instagram that post all their illustrations and i'm like damn i can't do that man. i don't know how you do it <laughs> that's another thing like yeah. that we have to deal with in today's society um that makes us really get in our minds is like comparing our art to like yeah, somebody else exactly comparing yourself it's like no you just gotta be confident in what you do yeah you know, someone out there likes it definitely well, i mean you gotta like it yourself you know before anybody else before anybody else does yeah are you are you self-critical on your own i'm um, very self-critical yes really? like i would hate on myself a little too much <laughs> my friend's like man you gotta chill you gotta you, know? you gotta take a seat yeah um so what do you what do you do to have, is that something like you've been working on is like not being as self-critical that's actually one of my my goals for 2021 hey. uh, <laughs> no self-doubt you know gotta like have faith in yourself because it's like i don't know you believe in yourself then other people are gonna believe in you too yeah yeah that's a good way to point point it out like i think about that too because for me for for podcasts or like where my brand is at it's hard to not see somebody who's like at a higher level than you and yeah. just like get in your head and think that like you should be doing something different but I feel like patience is, is a virtue. And for you, you've been at this since you were, you said, like a sophomore in high school, right? Yeah. Um, so that's damn near like 10 years, Yeah. right? That's true. Were, yeah. you, were you feeling like that at some point in your like cr photography career where you were like maybe getting a little bit impatient? Oh, for sure. Um, I think I just like, for example, like with studio photography, um, I don't know how to use lights and I need to learn how to use lights, but I always see like people do some really professional stuff and like shoot album covers and stuff. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be on a billboard. Um, I think one day I can make it happen. You know? Like have your, have your work on a billboard? Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, you know? that would be sick. Um, during this pandemic, I was able to like shoot uh, a few like EP covers or like, you know, single covers and stuff, which was dope. I really appreciate all the artists that like gave me a chance to work with them on that, you yeah. know? Yeah, but... I definitely get self-critical, and I think that's a bad habit. For sure, a bad habit. And social media just, like, enhances it because yeah. it's constantly in your face 24-7. Mm -hmm. Do you – is one of your goals, like, in 2021 to uh, to do more, like, album covers and make that, like, kind of put that in, like, your arsenal of things you can do? I think that would be really dope, honestly. Um, so, like, touring would be one, um, album covers, and uh, – more behind the scenes of music videos. I love doing that, so I want to work with more artists on that. Yeah, as well. You, I, I know I keep saying this, but you're so young, like in really? your career. Like <laughs> I feel like it's it's nothing to make all that possible, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I get like you said, social media makes me feel like <laughs> man, 25 and you still not doing shit. You know nah, what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's people that are probably like in their 30s that like aren't even to where you're at right now. You know, so. Again, it's I feel like it's all about perspective. Perspective. Yeah. And just, like, having faith that your work is, you know, prospering in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. What, what advice would you have, uh, would you give to somebody who's, like, maybe just getting into photography, um, whether, or not, whether or not they want to get to, like, where you're at one day? What advice would you give them um, that you wish you, gave, you could give yourself when you were first starting off? Um, I'd say, like, find your niche when it comes to photography, like... There's so many different kinds of photography, right? There's mm -hmm. like wedding pictures, there's like um, events, there's portraits, studio, things like that. It's like figure out what you like to do, like what's your style, and also the whole thing about not comparing yourself to others. Like this is your work, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is your vision. So um, just keep rolling with it, keep creating. And um, another thing is like, I, for me, like I worked for free a lot just so I could get my foot in the door. In certain places and you know be able to connect with people 
Um, and I think that's okay sometimes, right? Yeah. And then after that, you know, name your price. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your price. Make sure your price. You know, know yeah, your worth. Exactly, yeah. for sure. But no, that's important. I'm glad you said that because there's a photographer at on. I don't know if you know who Coffs is. Oh, Coffs. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a, dope. Yeah, she's a really dope female yeah. photographer. But she uh, talked about that was just like how sometimes you have to you have to work for free sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. and the way she explained it was like sometimes that relationship that you're gonna make from that is worth way more than the the money that would come from that like and she had some opportunities that came up like when she toured with Skrillex and everything like that yeah. is because she worked for free at first for like somebody and ended up taking off so that's very true yeah I respect that hustle honestly mm-hmm. um it was actually like through Night Train I was able to shoot a Dreamville Fest in North oh, Carolina wow. and it was one of those things where like I was like, man, I'll do it for free. I don't mind. Like, yeah. I just want to shoot. Like, um, so I bought my own ticket to fly out there, hotel, everything, paid it for myself. And I was like, if you just get me the, the credential, man, like, I'll send you these pictures. And it was worth it to me. Like, yeah. I don't know, I dropped some money, but um, it's how I got to shoot J. Cole, too. Also, there's this picture in here. The picture of J. Cole. J. Cole. Yeah. Was from that uh, Dreamville from that, Fest. From that Dreamville Fest. And, there it is. Um, That's my first time shooting him, too really yeah that is a dope photo wow and every time i think about that day i think about um his song love yours because really? he did a he did a tribute to nipsey that night oh he did that's a very special moment yeah, to be a part of special. them right so. yeah shout out to cole man his his concerts are so special like i've, I've seen him perform a couple times and I, I really don't know another artist that like connects with the crowd on like a deep level and gets real like sometimes he'll like sit down for like 15 20 minutes and just talk and he's like preaching like he's saying That's real true. shit like real shit and you're yeah. just like there sometimes i'll be lit and i'm like damn they played the song already <laughs> real shit i'm like damn yeah. i'm getting my emotions because i'm lit i gotta come here for this but it's kind of yeah, fire like, no yeah because you look back at it and you're like damn what he said was real as fuck like yeah. i gotta take that in take this moment in you know mm-hmm. is that when you're when you're um at events now that like you're so into like your photography bag do you sometimes like take a moment to step back and just um experience the moment or like how do you balance that i'm taking pictures and i'm dancing at the same time (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah actually um i try to have fun you know like i'm gonna get my shots but then i'll have a little fun you know enjoy the moment and it's a blessing to be able to to photograph live music. It's like, mm-hmm. like I said, like I loved going to concerts when I was younger. So to be in that moment and to be like, dude, this I'm, I'm really doing this. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta have a little fun in there. Most definitely. Know? And and yeah. back when you said when you were younger, you know, you can never like afford to go to these concerts. That's why you were calling into the radio station yeah. to get those tickets. Now it's like you kind of found another way to get I, to these I, concerts I, <laughs> without paying. I love it. I love it. Yeah. The Master Finesser. Master That's what we're going to call this episode. The Master Finesser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are. Now, Art of Finesse. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. Um, you're, you're, you being like a girl photographer, right? Talk about that. Because um, it is like kind of like a male-dominated space. So being a woman ph- photographer, tell me about like your experiences with that. Um, you know, I love being a female photographer. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's dope. Um, it's like... I've actually had a few instances where um, a man would get intimidated in a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, so, like, I would shoot red carpet events, right? Yeah. And with that, like, the um, the photographers are mostly older, like, middle-aged white men. Mm-hmm. And so I remember when I first popped up to a, uh, a red carpet, um, it was, like, damn i'm the only female here what's going on yeah. <laughs> like one one i'm a female two i'm young three i'm asian like it's really you know yeah i felt out of place in a way and i could see like all these photographers with their crazy camera setups and i just have my little baby camera in a flash and so it's <laughs> like oh i'm just rolling with this you know yeah and so um actually there was there was like one time where um like a, a guy came up to me he's like did your mom drop you off no way. He was like, you look like somebody's intern. What? And I was like, damn, it's That's like disrespectful. that. Wow. <laughs> the disrespect. And it was one of those things, too, is because, like, every photographer in the red carpet has a spot on the carpet. Like, it says your name on the on the floor. Right. And so he was, like, on the other side, and he really had the audacity to come over and ask me that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He went out of his way. Yeah, he went out of his way that. to come disrespect me. I was like, bro, 
come on, go ask them. Yeah, <laughs> sit down, be humble. Yeah. I feel like people do that just to like make themselves feel better. You know what I mean? I think so. Maybe you know he's probably been doing it for like 19 years. You know, and the game is different. The red carpet game is like a lot different than it was back then. I feel like they might have made more money back then too. Really? Yeah, because like now it's like. Well, people can bring their own photographers if they wanted to, or, you know, oh. things like that. I don't really know how it does works. It get, but does it get aggressive about those things? Oh, my God. Like? It's very aggressive. <laughs> and like I said, I'm a very reserved person. So being in that environment is like, it's different for me. Wow. So you, you can't be too polite? Or? Um, well, in a way, like what the photographers do, they like to yell at the celebrity to come look at them, their camera. Because there's so many of us, you know what I mean? And, you know, when you see a celebrity walk on the carpet, it's like, where do I look? Very right true, yeah and so you really got to call out for them and um i had to learn that myself like because i don't i'm like mm, shy. if you look this way that's great but if you don't <laughs> but then i really had to be like okay i need to yell and like really? say something and i can't yell i can't yell i can't um, picture you yelling i know i really can't i'm like hey what's good come look over here <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah it's like something i gotta learn too yeah with that. that's that's interesting that's hard because you seem like a, like you have good energy and you like give off really good energy so like to to be aggressive it's like, not me <laughs> yeah i'm the same way though like yeah. i don't get mad at all really i try to not let things get to me i never mm -hmm. really have been like, if i get mad like you must have really fucked up because like i don't because really... you don't get mad yeah, exactly so <laughs> yeah. i i experienced that too because i in some moments i realized that like i need to be more aggressive in in life you know what i mean mm -hmm. but shit we're both young like we got we got a lot of life left to learn that I feel. yeah i feel that too um yeah, I mean, I've seen photographers, like, yell at each other because maybe, like, one of them was still trying to get their shot and the other one was like, man, hurry up, I'm trying to get this shot too. And, like, I'm like, damn, y'all got trauma over here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I just try to, like, be cool, you know, mm -hmm. just, like, find my own way to do it because I don't like yelling at people. Yeah, and you don't have to, I feel like. Uh, and something you said earlier, like how photography used to be, it used to be a lot of um, like older white men and things like that. And now it's just like shifted to a lot of like younger aged millennial, like yeah. Gen Z, like younger creatives, which is really dope to see. Do you think that like that is going to have a f have an effect on like how photography is as like an art? Um, I mean, I think photography is like always going to be evolving in some way. You know, like, have you seen those pictures where it's like, it's like a moving picture? A moving picture. Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. 3D cap type vibe, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's because of the new generation too. But I don't know, like, um, I think that there's space for everybody. There's room for everyone to, in this industry, to, or like in general, for photography in general, just like um, to bring something new to the table, you know? Yeah. And to also appreciate... Um, what's from the past like a lot of people are doing film nowadays and that's something from the past right very true yeah. i'm actually trying to get into film myself too really you'll have yeah. to talk to nick nick is a have we'll show you after but we got tons yeah. of like film camera he actually develops film himself oh, here so it's it's really dope i love film oh, too yeah. because there's nothing like taking a shot and then like forgetting about it and three months later developing it and, being and you're like, like damn this really that's what happened. i took <laughs> i love that and the the colors of film and like the overall vibe is just different than a digital camera you yeah know? Definitely. To to go back to um, the being a w woman female photographer, there's like a few like like you you are like a really dope photographer and female photographer. Coughs, really dope. I think another one is uh, Brianna, Brianna, Elise. I think that's her name. She shoots for Kalani. Oh yeah. And um, I think YG too. But yeah, like you guys are really doing it. What do you think? It. Why do you think, like there's such like a gap of, of like female photographers because I feel like there should be a lot more than there is I mean there could be a lot of factors maybe like for example their parents were like I don't you can't be doing photography it's not a real career or whatever you know yeah or maybe it's like um they're not as confident to to go for it and I think it's kind of scary sometimes you know mm -hmm. um but when you pick up a camera and you just start shooting and developing your own style and stuff I think um eventually like you can make it into something right yeah you just got to keep creating and i think um i think there should be a lot more female photographers for sure i think there are actually like i mean even if it's like they love taking pictures on their iphone or something mm -hmm. you know yeah very true yeah shout out to val too that's another female photographer that i miss that's really dope <laughs> um yeah maybe it's because like a lot of them like a lot of um females don't 
don't know female photographers in the industry or like they, they don't know of any so it's like they don't see yeah. somebody that's like them yeah. which makes them kind of like not want to get into it so I feel like like you, discouraged in a way exactly yeah. yeah so people like you can be like a really good role model for a lot of like younger female photographers to get into the game have you ever like thought about that I, I mean I hope I could inspire somebody yeah you know actually um I remember there was like a, a Post Malone show and when I pulled up to the pit, I was like, dang, there's way more female photographers than males today. Really? And I, I love that. I was like, this is what's up. Like, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, slowly, I think it's it's happening. It sure. is. It is for sure. And I, I'm, I'm glad to see it because y'all are fucking dope. Oh, a fire we need more women in in the in a lot of things like and i think that like whatever stereotype was there has been like kind of broken and it's things are changing and they're going to continue to change like moving forward right yeah for sure yeah. and i think it's like um nice to like even reach out to someone if you want to get into photography mm-hmm. you know like if a female to female just have that conversation like how can i i think yeah i've actually answered a few dms like that really yeah That's dope. they were just like oh like I want to do that too like how do I get into it and um, you know I'd love answering questions like that yeah that's what I'm saying you could be yeah. like an advocate for right. something like that right you know what I mean? I'm not the type of person to feel like like oh this is my career man you can't be doing <laughs> this too. but you know what I mean like there's some people that are like oh you can't mm-hmm. like they don't they might not want to answer you like what camera you use things like that or like being salty about it but yeah. there's like i said there's room for everyone everybody can eat out everybody here, right? can there's eat. enough room for everybody yeah. to succeed yeah and paying it forward comes like back tenfold to you you know what i mean yeah karma and is real karma is real and like for example if somebody hits me up and i'm not available the first thing i'm gonna do is recommend a female photographer that i know take really? my place yeah oh that's dope yeah yeah so somebody else you know as a female gets to take over that place yeah that's cool uh so Switching gears here a little bit, um, you do you ever have aspirations to be to have like your own agency or like is there any like ultimate goal that you want to see yourself having in like later down the line? Um, I haven't really thought about it. I think I'm just I'm just going with the flow. Um, I I would love to do my own like studio space. Okay. So then I'll have people come be creative in their own way to shoot at my own space. You know? Yeah. I think that'd be dope. But, like, overall, like, I'm just kind of taking it one by one. And with this year, too, I'm like, I don't want to make any, like, mm, crazy goals yet. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't really put it into, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just just going with it. Yeah. See how it goes. And you, you can't really make any major like decisions concrete like that. decisions and yeah, stuff. Until yeah. Until everything's, like, really figured out. Yeah. But I do see myself, like, hopefully working with artists. Like, I hope, like, in a way they could see me as a photographer that they trust to work with gotcha you know? yeah yeah do you do you but you must be like itching to shoot shows again next oh, year for right? sure. festivals. yes i was looking forward to not even just like shooting it but like going to a show like coachella this year frank ocean oh yeah i really wanted to see him do you have you ever shot coachella before never never shot coachella. but that's something like you really want to do that'd be dope yeah yeah but for sure I love Frank Ocean too, so I really wanted to see him like mm. live. And I mean, I've seen him once before. I don't know if you heard of like FYF Fest. Yeah, FYF yeah. Fest. I want tickets to that too. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. You're just like such a lucky person. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you, get the, you get all the opportunities. That's dope. Um, all right. So what are some what are some artists that like you really like? You mentioned Gina Ico, uh, Drake, Frank Ocean. What are some other artists that like you really like? Um, I love J Cole. Um, Masego. Masego, yes. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar. I love a lot of artists, man. There's like Sir. Oh my gosh, mm. I love Sir. I would love to work with Sir. That'd be you sick. You love to work with Sir. Yeah. What do you like about about him? I love like the music that he makes. It's like yeah. super chill. There's this one song called "The The Evils." Oh, have I was, you heard of it? You know what's funny? I know I said this earlier. I was listening to Gina Ico Sativa on the way here. Yeah. I played The Evils like the track before that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my favorite track by Sir for sure. Dude, you start playing that every day, you gonna you gonna feel good. Honestly. No, honestly, it makes you feel like you feel better. It's like, like wow. <laughs> do you do bumping music like at your house by yourself? Oh, all the time. But I do I do have a roommate too, so sometimes I gotta put my earpods on, you know. Oh, but I still yeah. be like. You know, in silence. <laughs> yeah. It's like silent disco in my room. Yeah, that's dope. Shout out to Nick, man. My roommate, Nick. 
he he don't trip off the music playing. We can play as loud as I want. He plays as loud as he wants to. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but no, like music has a big impact. I feel like on people's mood. I listen to like a lot of Smino too. Smino always mm. puts me in a good mood. It makes yeah. me like energized and feeling good. Tame Impala. Mm. Like you know what I mean? They're all they're all dope people. Yeah, music really uh feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. Could change your mood. Um, like with Drake, I have my party days and I have my simp moments yeah he's got music for all of it (laughs) he's got music for all of that (laughs) exactly so you mentioned you mentioned earlier obviously we talked about your instant energy things like that what do you what are some things you do like do you meditate do you um i just started trying to meditate like i'd take a bubble bath and like light a candle and stuff and like just like really like think about the day you Mm -hmm. know um i like to just i like to go on drives oh like for example if i'm if i have a shoot that's like an hour away like I don't trip about traffic or whatever. Like <laughs> I'll put my music on and really? start chilling. Yeah, it's like it's like my me time for That's me to just true. like think about anything. Yeah, and you can yeah. listen to music too while you're driving. Listen to music, and scenery. I go a little crazy with the music, start dancing, people looking at me all crazy. But it's <laughs> uh, it's like you know, it's like I said, it's like expressing myself in a way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, releasing all this energy and um, um, you know, the energy that you put out into the world, it's gonna be reciprocated back to you. In some way. Say that again. The energy that... The energy that you put into the world will be reciprocated back to you in some way. So be the energy you wish to receive. Ah, uh, that's very true. Yeah. People got to work on, like, the energy that they bring into into the room. To the room. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think people need to be more conscious of that. But, and I know I keep saying this too, like, our generation is really, like... I feel like pushing that forward, you know what I mean, is, is like being responsible for your energy. Um, I feel like maybe in the 90s or something like that or before that, people weren't like as conscious about these type of things. So you re- it's, it's really like coming to, to life. A lot of people are starting to realize these type of things. It's like a cheat code to life, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, um, like, like you said about meditating too. I see a lot of people have been meditating, like maybe like just reading a book or something. I kind of want to get into that. Into reading? I, I just well, I've been reading a lot more, but uh, when it comes to meditating, I have a hard time, like, like drowning out the the thoughts in my head. Yeah, because you, you overthink a lot. Right? I do think a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to meditate. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it is. I try to. Have you ever heard of of um, what do they call it? Like the like headspace? Nah, not headspace. Um, the float tank. Float tank. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think Joe K has done that. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. he has done that. Shout he out to Joe K. He's, he's done he's done that a few yeah. times. I saw he was a pretty big advocate for that. Uh, but yeah, I tried doing it. Um, but like for you, for example, like you had too many thoughts. That's how I was. I was in there too, where like I just couldn't shut my brain off, and like Dang. I was laying in there for an hour, and I just didn't get anything from it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but I heard I did hear that you have to go like three times. Because your mind's not used to being in that, like, type of space. And, like, once you do it two or three times, you start to, like, really experience the benefits of, wow. of being a float tank. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I want to try that. You or should. even just, like, um, going out to the desert or something. Like, yeah, I see a lot of people go to Joshua Tree. Yeah. And just be out there with the stars and, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of want to try that, too. Is there is there a place that you go to to kind of get away from, from everything? Um, well, I have, like, all these plants in my room. And I just make it, it just feels like a jungle to me. Like, it feels like a little escape place. It does? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I like being in my room. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. dope. Yeah. And, and I think, I didn't think I would, like, during this pandemic, too. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, my my getaway. Like, your zen. My zen. You feel comfortable when you're in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, plants are important. Like, we just. I see you got a plant right there, man. <laughs> yeah, we got these. Uh, I think they're called, I don't, I hope I'm not betraying, but they're like black peas or something, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, plants are really important, like you said. They kind of give you energy. Yeah, they give you oxygen too. You know. Yeah, they give you oxygen <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love going to Joshua Tree though, though as well. Like Joshua Tree is a great place to get away. Have you ever been? I have. Yeah, I've I've been to um, Palm Springs a lot more though. Really? Yeah. Okay, Palm Springs is cool too. But I've never been camping, so. You've never been camping that. before. I've never been camping. What? I know. You're such a Bay Area girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been to Yosemite, but I just went for like a day. Oh, really? And I camped there, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. camping isn't for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, if 
may not be your thing, but I guess you won't know until you try, right? Right, right. Yeah. What uh, do you do? You miss being in the Bay Area? Do you see, see yourself being being back there anytime soon? Um, I miss my family. All my family's back in the Bay. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I could live there though. Like I love I love being from there, but I feel like I feel like my heart is in LA now. Really? It's just like it's just like where all the music is too. Mm-hmm. And like the opportunities for me are out here. But um I've always loved the Bay Area. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you when you graduated from uh you said you went to Cal State LA, right? Uh do you, what made you like decide to stay out here? I just love it out here. I like I like being able to go to the beaches and the beaches aren't super cold. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bay Area Beach is a little different, you know. But I love the Bay Area. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like if I, if I could, I would raise a family in the Bay Area. You would? Yeah. Like in the South Bay or? Um, probably like where I grew up, San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I I couldn't see raising a family in like the city or anything nah. like that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's too wild over there. It's too wild. Yeah, and also there's a lot more opportunities out here, right? Like, yeah. Especially in the industry that you're in. Right. Do you think that you could live in like Montana? <laughs> and still be able to do I ain't living in Montana, man. <laughs> uh, no disrespect to Montana. I think I just, I just have grown to love Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Grown to love, love, love Los Angeles, yeah. definitely. And it's, it's kind of like inspiring to being around all this and, and all these creatives because it like inspires you and like you are who you surround yourself with and you are who, you, who your energy around you is as well too, right? Yeah, I've definitely been inspired by people that I've met out here. Like, I had the opportunity to meet um, Andre Power from Selection. Oh, really? And, like, just working with him and seeing what he does is, like, inspires me, you know? Mm-hmm. Even just, like, meeting Dreamville artists, too. Like, I love their energy, and I love, like, the music that they create, and I just, I want to be here. I want to be around that. Yeah, definitely. Dreamville is such, like, a special label, mm-hmm. as is Selection. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have, like, a special aura around them, and everybody yeah. that's in their crew that just like radiates good energy like i don't know what it is i can't even i, I don't know i can't pinpoint it dude it's just it's dope yeah yeah exactly definitely i'm and shout out to them shout out to selection shout out to dreamville um what what do you have going on in the near future is there anything that you kind of want to plug um um in the near future no i don't i don't really know i don't even know what i'm doing 2021 honestly <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of just um just seeing where well this whole month i've actually just been focusing on myself like i haven't been shooting as much um but like earlier this year i got to work with puma which was super dope oh wow yeah okay. uh they would just like send me shoes and then i just like shoot it with the model and then send it back to them type of thing um and i got to work with uh danny green this year which i is saw cool. that that's really dope yeah and it was like dang like this is sports now. Like, I'm tapping into a different type of industry, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is cool. And you, you said you like basketball, too. So I do like basketball, cool but I'm a Warriors fan. Just oh, like, uh, damn. <laughs> you can't be out here being a Warriors fan. I know. You got to transition. You got to transition to the Lakers. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was really dope because, like, I never thought I could do something like that. And I think the pandemic kind of gave me that opportunity because if I was still shooting, like, just music stuff, I don't think I would have had the time to do the certain things that I did this year. Okay, that's very true. Yeah. And the different type of shoots that you're doing. The different you like. types of shoots, yeah. Or even just, like, connecting with certain artists that I don't think I would have been able to. Well, or maybe it would just, it would have happened differently. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like, later in life. Later in life or something. Yeah, yeah. everything happens for a reason, too. Yeah, you know? and um, I just shot with uh, Brother Nature the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah, which was super cool. <laughs> How was he? As a, like, yeah, a person? Super, super silly, sweet, like cool dude for really? sure yeah he really be the way he is in his videos what were you guys shooting for like where were you at um we went to this place called vasquez rocks it's like a desert like like an hour away from here um we just shot some some outfits out there okay yeah i think he's uh dropping some stuff later oh some merch i don't know about that just, but, uh, something, just something yeah, i don't know yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is you'll have to tap in and <laughs> right, see what tap in. yeah but um he hit me up to go shoot some like animals and stuff so i'm like yeah i'm down like oh, i would love to dope. do that yeah so we'll see how it goes i hope the connection stays yeah do you are you in charge of like scouting the locations too when you when you're doing these shoots or um i like to ask my clients like what their vibe is like they want to do city they want to do like, something in the nature and then i'll i'll bring up some ideas that i have or i'll just go with whatever they feel comfortable with Okay. Yeah, but I feel like this year I've just been shooting at people's houses. Really? Yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah, so it's really collaborative then, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I want to make sure they feel comfortable. I mean, this year was like, you know, kind of weird to like just 
be like, oh, let's go shoot somewhere far or whatever, you know? I don't yeah. know how they feel about it, and I want to make sure that they all feel good. Yeah, traveling is, like, a whole different thing, too. Yeah. But it was nice to get out for some of the shoots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, we're going to end this. Where can people find you on socials if they want to follow your journey, or where can people connect with you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Verissa Young. That's V-I-R-I-S-A-Y-O-N-G. Okay. And that's on just Instagram or yeah. anywhere else? Um, Hit me up on Instagram, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. With that being said, um, we're going to check out here. This is Levi Verissa Young um, from Ambiance Podcast. And we out. Thank you so much. Peace. That's going to wrap it up for another episode of Ambiance Podcast. If you made it through to the end of the episode, man, you have no idea how much I appreciate that. If you enjoyed the episode, please tell a friend. Um, let us know on social media. We're on Instagram at creative underscore ambiance we're on twitter at collective amb and we're on youtube under ambiance so please 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 hit us up and let us know also we are consistently dropping content on our social media channels um whether it's a podcast or it's the vlogs we got lots of stuff going on and in the near future we have some pretty exciting stuff that we are going to be releasing so make sure to follow us to make sure that you do not miss out So once again, we thank you for tuning in. I hope you walk away with a newfound sense of inspiration, motivation, and growth, and a new idea that you can share with your friends, family, and implement in your own lives. And as always, continue doing what you love, pursue your ambitions, and never never take no for an answer. This is Levi checking out for Ambiance Podcast. Peace.